truth is, it wasn't always like this. There was a time when life was a lot less complicated. Can I take your picture for the school paper? Sure. In this lab, we have 15 genetically enhanced super spiders. There's 14. One's missing. Peter, are you all right? I'm fine. Hey, look, you're changing. I know I'm going to do exactly the same thing at your age. No, not exactly. Hi, I'm Evie. Hi, I'm Ray. I want, we want to welcome you to the Pantheon event. And today we're reviewing the beginning of Spider-Man, the first movie ever mm -hmm. done. The Tobey Maguire, Sam Raimi um, contribution came out in 2002. And when it debuted, I know for a fact it was the highest grossing movie of its time. Uh, it, it was opening weekend, it grossed 114 million. The first right. movie to ever gross that much money uh, ever in history. So it broke records when it debuted. I mean, now it's like 114 million. That's that's just doing modest, you know, in terms yeah. of box office sales. You know, but mind you, we've talked about post COVID 19. That's still amazing because no one's going to the theaters that much. So that's record numbers. Um, you know, this is a personal favorite of yours, Evie. What is the story about it? What will they be seeing in this film? What what can they expect? They'll be seeing uh, a boy who is attending school, and we don't know what he does until he gets bitten by a spider, and then his life changes forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's not purity. He changes from something else. Uh, yeah, it stars. It has a pretty good cast. I mean, you. Ha this is the first time we get to see... Um, uh, what's his name? Franco. What's his first name? Um, no, oh, Peter Parker. Yeah, but who? Uh, Harry Osborn. Right. Okay. James James Franco. Oh. Sorry, James Franco. James Franco. Uh, this was probably his breakthrough role before he became well known. I mean, he's gone through some hard times right now, but like, this was uh, his like overnight success. I mean, this put Tobey Maguire and Kirsten Dunst on the map, but Dunst has been doing, has been known for it since um, Interview with the Vampire, Jumanji, and some other mm -hmm. big films. Uh, but this was her leading lady. This is her coming up being a romantic lead yeah. uh, in this film. Uh, you know, and uh, surprisingly enough, I mean, William Dafoe playing in The Green Goblin, that was, or you got someone from Mississippi Burning, like an Academy Award nominated actor, doing like someone, a heavy hitter, doing uh, a a comic book adaptation. Um, I was surprised when I saw this movie, like the, the suit for Green Goblin, because I'm I was picturing, you know, the 1960s Green Goblin. I mean, when yeah. I think of when I think of the cartoon, I think of that Green Goblin, or even this the drawing, like the the animation or the comic book drawing of it. So to see him in a metallic robotic kind of outfit. It's so mm -hmm. I didn't before going into the movie. I was kind of worried about how it's going to take that. How 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 were your feelings with regards to that? I was like, so what's going on here? A guy getting bitten by a spider? Mm -hmm. That is crazy, man. I couldn't imagine that at first until I started to actually watch it. Mm -hmm. It kind of I 
I didn't believe what I was seeing until I watched it. Uh, so this movie was a two hours and one minute long. It was, this is before this was before movies became two hours plus. Uh, mm -hmm. Films were usually like an hour and forty, an hour and thirty minutes. So uh, at the time, this was considered a very long movie from Sam, Sam Raimi. But in general, uh, but it, it it ran pretty well, and um, it had a Canadian uh, band who did the theme music for this one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it was, the, cool. Yeah, uh, the song was "Hero," and you know, you know the rock band. You know who was the rock band for this one? I don't know the rock band for that. It was it was Nickelback. Oh, okay. Wow. Right. So they did a song "Hero." That was a big hit. Uh, I know with Nickelback. I mean, people kind of hated Nickelback. You know, there's a love hate thing for them. It's kind of like Hootie and the Blowfish kind of scenario. Right. But uh, you know, it, it they opened a lot of windows and uh, brought some money in for the music industry for Canada, mm -hmm. for a lot of artists. So it you know they they paved the way. Overall, uh, what were your thoughts for this film? Overall, I really liked it. I thought it was cool with the special effects of Spider-Man swinging and everything, you know, and just how the first time I saw like a villain um, swinging around, you know, um, just saying that, you know, I can do this, a spider, life is good regardless, regardless how, how bad it seems, I can follow my dreams and and make something of myself right right i for me i was like looking at this I, my my go-to or my my okay sorry my only point of reference to this was thinking of the 1970s peter parker spider-man the tv series you know and looking how they had the camera on it on, on an angle when he's crawling the walls because he wasn't really crawling the walls so looking at right. it back in 2020 eyes 2022 eyes uh you realize oh it's sort of cheesy and campy back then but like uh how they're able to make it so um extraordinary and lifelike and you know bring it to their big screen you know not since you know 78 uh don or superman how we have have we had the experience of feeling like this is a spider-man movie like like you could actually do um a real true-to-life Bring the superhero uh, form, the art form, to 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 our re to our reality base that we can believe this can be happening. So yeah, for sure. So this was good. Uh, let's get into the email bag. Buford mailbag song, hit it. Letters. I get letters. So many letters. Leo Pash uh, writes, Spider-Man 2002. A perfectly cast Tobey Maguire leads from the front with a, with a surprisingly textured performance for Blockbuster. And the backup he receives from the co-stars Kirsten Dunst, William Defoe, and the eclectic direction of, of Sam Raimi is, is equally effective. Spider-Man 2002, the visuals cut the problems with characters and storyline concepts for a first-class comic book adaptation that impresses more often than not what's a double feature for this one double feature for this is for me it's venom oh yeah which one yeah um well the first one okay you know a guy who just starts his life thinks that everybody is fine you know but then he basically meets something that changes his life because something um, actually touches him and his life 
is changed now because something hits him with that 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 um uh, changes his life you know from a regular guy and just um something uh that he has to get used to yeah okay uh for me my double feature was stephen king's carrie the uh, woman with sissy spacey right right because uh, it, it was like yeah he was uh she was given a gift to make her extraordinary she was teased uh she was the um, the one that was picked on in school and was given an extraordinary gift that if in the right environment, if so, and if the parents or her mother was kind to her, you know, could have been like a Peter Parker, could have been like a, a superhero type character. I mean, it's a horror film, but right. it's the same thing. I mean, um, she is no different from uh, Peter Parker, you know, an accident or some gift. She was given a, a gift to do amazing stuff. Uh, of course, right. it, went, it, went, it goes a completely different turn especially come prom, um, you know, there's no upside down kiss for her. Uh, there's more like a bucket of blood and pig, pig blood. Um, yeah. But oh. she had a power of telekinesis. So something like an X-Men character, basically, she was, you know, right. she was like a Jane Grey character. Right. But with Spider-Man, but yeah, I see parallels. Uh, there is a significant, you know, with school, having that one or two people who believes in her, she has a crush. I mean, he has a crush on Mary Jane. Uh, you don't always get the boy of your dream or the girl of your dream, but it's the it's the aspiration of the character, um, mm -hmm. it's the desire to do good to do good initially, and depending on the path, I mean his path was his path led to the death of Uncle Ben indirectly, and, yeah. you know, and her path sort of it was was noble in the beginning, and then it's like there's a, a dark turn. So mm -hmm. there's a divergence, but in essence, it's the same type of character trope yeah archetype so i that's what i chose i thought carrie i thought a lot of um i see a lot of similarities in characters just like kind of like a what if like if what if there's something went this way this character went the other way but in, but in this but it's in, in its essence it's the exact same so that's why that's why i picked that cool awesome. uh, so what kind of who would you recommend this movie to because this is a movie that you really enjoy so uh, if you had it, mm -hmm. like, who would you, how would you pitch this to somebody who's never seen it? How would you explain it to somebody to get them excited to see this film? Um, how would I, who would I, I would um, choose like somebody who's like maybe 15, 16, mm -hmm. still growing up, uh, who likes horror and special effects. Right. That's my thoughts on that, you know, a mm. good movie who, who kind of um, uh, changes everything. It's not what you expect. What did you like best about it? Uh, I, I like the, hmm. I like the idea of his six, uh, his spider sense when he's able to, the scene where the uh, flash is about to punch it from behind a locker. And okay. He can, right. And he sees the fly. He sees someone. Yeah. Uh, shooting a, lo a loogie, I guess it's a loogie, a spitball through a straw. Okay. And time slows down and he sees everything in slow motion. So his reaction time is faster, mm. you know? Okay. So like when, they, when, when Flash throws their fist, he's like, he's like turning around and looking at it mm -hmm. and, then, and then going back and, you know, and taking it in like his, his speed to process is 
far better than human beings. So yeah. okay. I thought that, that was my favorite part of it because like, it was like a hyper realistic reality. You know, we, okay. we're seeing basically how Spider-Man is doing what he's doing through his lens. So every, how can they reach us? Pantheon of M, email, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can reach us at on our email account. Our email is pantheonofm at gmail.com. And then, you know, you can just send mm-hmm. us a, your ideas, comments, uh, if you like our show, uh, you know, and our website, it's www.pantheonofm.com. They're watching us. They're watching us.